Listeners, this is Aaron Odom from Trident Theater coming to you again for just a quick update on some things I want to promote. Uh, I had a gentleman by the name of Beck Lee reach out to me. He was promoting a show that I think is absolutely amazing at this time. Uh, it is done by a group called the Spider Woman Theater in New York, and uh, they uh, identify themselves as an indigenous feminist theater company so you have these great native american women and men who are putting together great works and you know one of the great things that has happened in the pandemic on kind of for unfortunate or fortunate reasons is there's a lot of voice being given to people who have felt underrepresented so here you have this group called Spider Woman Theater. They're putting on a cool show called Misdemeanor Dream, and it's going to be at the La Mama Theater in New York City. So anybody who's in the New York area, this is going to be an awesome show running uh, from, I believe it is March 10th to March 27th. Uh, you can get your tickets at lamama.org, L-A-M-A-M-A.org. But I also understand that there might be some streaming events for those of you who are not able to go see the live production. But I tell you what, I have seen some of the pictures from this thing, and it's so cool. What they're doing is very similar to how a lot of classic theater has been written. They are taking works from today and taking storytelling methods from the culture in the past to tell a current contemporary story that speaks to the Native American voice in the theater arts right now. So I'm going to be promoting this on the next few episodes. I want to thank Beck Lee for turning me out of this because I think it's a really cool theater company. You know, we talk a lot on this show about how theater has been created in the past, but here we are coming out of a pandemic or getting ready to or whenever the hell this damn thing is going to be over. But we're getting ready to start talking about how theater is created again now. Everything is picking up again, and I think this is a wonderful place to start. So check them out. Spider Woman Theater, uh, La Mama uh, Theater, uh, and the play Misdemeanor Dream. Hope you guys get to enjoy it. Thanks. And now, on to today's horror story. Hello, my friends and listeners. This is Aaron Odom coming to you for another theater horror story. Oh, God, I love these. These are so much fun. I, as I keep editing these things, I'm just like, man, what a wealth of terrible things have happened to people on stage. <laughs> and I have another great one for Sorry. you today, I'm sure. <laughs> I tried to hold in my laughter and I couldn't. I couldn't. There's, there's no way because we all go, yes, yes, this is one of those evils that anybody who has ever been on stage before or even, you know, participated in backstage or, you know, like maybe seen in person. Oh, this is just wonderful. This is just wonderful. I mean, I have several of these, but yep. I, I have so many people who have uh, been uh, participating in this show. And today I have returning to us our guest from Euripides Humanities 
14th episode, Can Seymour Be Hot? This is Brittany Chafee. Hey, Brittany. Hello, how are you? Uh, I, I gotta say that our episode has quite a following. I'm not even kidding. Like it has been something that has, has been used in classrooms, has been talked about, like inspired discussions in a lot of different ways. There have been a lot of people who have used that episode to go, you know, maybe I should rethink casting on, on a future project. So we're, Love that. we're the makers here. We are the trendsetters. Awesome. Go us. I don't even and have a hashtag friend. for it. Yep, there it is. Awesome. But um, so- Lucky me, I was able to catch Brittany today. She uh, actually attended the Lion King for, she's lost count how many times on Broadway. Um, yeah. But uh, that, oh, it's so cool that it's back though. Have you noticed? Uh, I mean, I would imagine that the, the last time you saw that was before pandemic and before they were allowed to come back. So was anything was, different yeah. or? Nope, nope, it's beautiful. I honestly was super worried that they, last time I saw it was actually, around this time two years ago, okay. right before the pandemic. And uh, I was worried because I went with little kids and I thought they're not going to come down the aisle. They're not. I mean, there's no way, especially with Omicron and like how that's affecting Broadway. They definitely came down the aisle every single oh, time. Oh, you're kidding. Oh, my uh, God. Wow. Was, okay. I mean, the magic is still there. I love uh, that. It was great. I love it. I love it. And that's Broadway one of those magic. shows that's like, yeah, that is true Broadway magic. And yeah, uh, I mean... You know, there's a, a certain element to big Broadway shows where like small theater makers like me, we go, you know, it would be really cool to get our hands on that show someday. But I'm also like, no, 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 no. That would be a show that needs to stay on Broadway or in a Vegas or arena or something like that forever yeah. for perpetuity. And that's one of those yes. things is like you only have the opportunity to go see it there or maybe when they bring mm -hmm. it close to you. But seriously, mm -hmm. don't anybody else try this. Those are the experts. Nope. And yes, they are definitely <laughs> experts. My goodness gracious. <laughs> did you wow. hear, super side note, but did you hear that the boy who played when, I don't know if you heard, but all the understudies in the swings during Omicron, um, they were all jumping in for, as, for cast members, obviously. And yep. Yep. the boy who plays Simba, all the Nala's were gone and out with sickness and all that fun stuff. And he stepped in as Nala. Simba mm. did, stepped in his Nala and his understudy or his swing went on. Like, it was just like, I'm gonna step into this person, this person. Like the talent that Broadway has, just like Whoa. the blowing of the mind never, like, could you imagine this little boy never played Nala before? He can go on his Nala. Anyways, sorry. And, and, and what, what would you totally estimate? Impressed. <laughs> what would you estimate is that kid's age? Like what, 10, 11, 12? I would say 10. I would Somewhere say 10 in there? Ish, God. somewhere around there, right? Maybe so, 12, maybe. If anybody is unfamiliar with the concept of understudies or swing, understudy is somebody who is hired to uh, play a role in the absence of the person who has been hired full-time to play the role. So, you know, if that actor needs to take a break in a week or they fall ill or something like that, the understudy can step up. However, that doesn't always, that's not always the case for um, people who are not the big stars. You know, the people who have to fill in for chorus when you need, when you need 20 people and 19 won't do. Uh, 
And it's been a huge thing in the Broadway community right now because there was some talk about the head of the Broadway League being a little disparaging in comments about swings and, and everything like that. And you're like, oh, yeah, hey, yeah. let's settle down that talk. You know, if we're going to try yeah. to make this a commercial entity again, it's not a great idea to shame, oh, I don't know, a good 35% of your workforce. Just saying. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. So, I mean, and people that literally work so hard that you can't even imagine who yeah. have like tracks like some, some people some swings know eight parts if not yep. more you know yep. and they're just ready to go on and they do go on at the drop of a hat it's crazy. and here's and here's this boy who just was like nala okay yeah. uh can i be in makeup Let's for 15 it. minutes and i'm in wow yep yep wow some adults um, adults can't even do that but anyways yeah, yeah. so as uh not necessarily a side note but a wonderful segue into today's uh episode Yes. that's a horror story for many of us hey we need somebody to play nala jump in please <laughs> never play this role let's do it oh my god do it on stage Ugh. on broadway please just fill in yeah okay no big deal no big deal so Brittany, you told yeah. me you have a fantastic theater horror story today and i've been chomping at the bit i am so excited to hear this because you have had quite a, uh, quite an experience in just not only your own personal experience, but being, a, 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 you know, you live in New York. You go to Broadway all the time. So I'm very excited to hear this. I have, I, I have two. I have one that literally still gives me nightmares. This was in college. And then I have one here in New York that I did in New York. Okay, um, let's do it. So freshman year, little newbie, me and uh, my theater department is doing epic proportions have you ever heard that one no wait it was yes. on broadway yes but yeah. no uh -huh. <laughs> i found out it was on broadway it started off broadway went to broadway it only had 93 shows um but Ooh. starred chris and chenoweth i was chris and chenoweth's oh, okay. part thank you, thank you. Ooh, um, okay. <laughs> i know lots of people <laughs> no so, big shoes to fill there <laughs> no, not at all. Uh, luckily, I did not know that at the moment when I got the part. Right. When I got the part, I was like, you know, this little freshman who nobody knew. And I specifically remember going to the, like, you know, they had the sheet up. And this was way back when, when, you know, like, you don't send out emails. It was the sheet. And so you go to the sheet and there's these girls in front of me. They're like, who is Brittany Chafee? And I was like, that's me. And I was at the very top. I was the main female lead. And I was like, hi you're like oh oh hi okay and they're like oh i didn't know it was you like, the, the the play opens up with louise um and literally like a page and a half long monologue uh. and it starts the entire play and just seeing it i was like this is never gonna happen um i memorized <laughs> it it's great it was awesome like the entire cast is on it's about the, the, we're shooting a movie basically in arizona so that's what it's about. And it's like okay. based in 1930s. And so I'm like the kind of like a stage director for the movie. And the entire okay. cast is on the stage looking at me. And here I am going to introduce everybody. And we would be like, da, 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 da. this is what happens. This is what we're going to do. And then I introduce the director who's like hidden up there and like, oh, he's like so mysterious or whatever. And then he leaves the stage. And um, so I have this big, long monologue. There's one part where... I scare the the people, the ensemble, and they're. I was like, "Oh, but don't worry, you know," because they're like, oh, "And like two men <laughs> we are supposed to leave the stage so they can get ready to enter in the next scene." Oh, well, okay. I for some reason go from line five to line one hundred and five, 
And oh. I don't realize it until my last sentence. <laughs> and, I was, and, I, like, and I'm like, okay, okay. And then I like walk <laughs> off and I go to the dressing room. And I'm like, oh my, God, oh my gosh, oh my goodness. Like, and everyone's like, it's okay, it's okay. No one noticed, it's okay, it's okay. The two guys that are supposed to leave and then enter, they're supposed to do a costume change during this too. So they just rip off oh. their clothes on the middle of the stage and they just like go on with the next scene. And I... <laughs> Like the director was never in the, the director, quote unquote, like of the movie was never introduced because I skipped that entire part. So right. the audience doesn't really know who anybody is. They don't really <laughs> they know half of what's going on. I was mortified. Like I oh, yeah. still have the nightmare of I miss oh. my entire dialogue. Like, and it's a monologue. Oh. So oh. And it was so natural. Like the next night I went on and it was fine. The night after that I went on and it was fine. But oh my goodness gracious. Like going from one line and then like as I just skip a big old chunk of this monologue that introduces the entire play, the entire premise, the entire everything. <laughs> you, you are the exposition. And now mm -hmm. scene two, everybody goes, huh? Yep. <laughs> They're like, wait, what just happened? What what play am I watching? What what's what? the show about? Oh, why should I care about that person? And why are those two young wow. men naked? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if they're doing costume changes on stage, this is really meta. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. It was oh it was so embarrassing. You know, hey, hey, rookie mistake, rookie mistake. And I, you know what? Here, I'm going gonna, gonna to go ahead and try to validate this just a little bit because when you okay, told please. me, when you just said you got your name up at the top of the call sheet and there yep. it was, and you had all of these women around you who are going, okay, that better be my name at the top of the sheet who have probably been there a couple more years than you had. And, exactly, exactly. Yep. Okay, all right. My friends yep. and listeners, look, sometimes this business is a little bit cutthroat. Wrote. And I'll be very honest with you, actors can be some of the best and worst people you will ever meet because, well, frankly, we're all in competition with each other, but at the same time, we are expected to support each other. Those girls should have just been, oh, great, good for you. Yeah. yeah. Instead of I mean, of like, they ended up being very nice and we became friends. Okay. But, okay, you know, it's good, like, good, good. you know, they, they were definitely, they, they had senior, seniority, as you would <laughs> um, You know, and here comes this little girl and they're like, who is she? And I'm like, eh, wait, wait, why, why are you asking? Oh, oh my gosh. I have that ginormous monologue that I'm going to forget half of and ruin the entire show for the rest of the night. Oh, that's me. And you know, you know that they went off afterwards and went, told you. Oh, no, don't. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. We were I'm friends kidding. by that. I'm, we were I'm friends kidding. By okay, okay. I'll cut this part out. <laughs> no, 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 you're fine. You're fine. Okay. Oh gosh, they probably did. They probably like right. soothed me and like, oh, don't worry about it. No one noticed. <laughs> 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 they probably did. You never know. <laughs> okay, so that was freshman year of college. Is that right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep, yep. I have one more. Oh, um, one more. Okay, just, got it. Just the one. Just the one. I'm. Gonna, I'm. I tried not to dig that deep. And we experienced <laughs> all of them. So yeah, thank you. I'm just asking <laughs> everybody to reinvigorate their PTSD on things they may have already solved in their psyches for years. So, uh, thank you for opening yourself up to that. <laughs> Anytime. Uh, therapy is next Tuesday. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Um, so I got into a play, um, we did it on 44th street, the producer's club, and it was great. It was called dog sees God. 
Um, oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know that one. Okay. Mm -hmm. The a Confessions of a Teenage Blockhead, a The Confession of a Teenage Blockhead. Yeah. But basically it's a spoof of Charlie, not a spoof, but like Charlie Brown characters all grown up. Yep. And yep. I was Trisha, who's basically Peppermint Patty. Okay. And yep. now like she's all grown up and she's um super cool, super popular. And there's one scene where we are in a cafeteria and I'm talking to one of my friends and you know, you're in a cafeteria. So the director's like, okay, we're gonna have these food, this food, that food, this food. Okay, so I'm supposed to be like chatting and munching on our food. Well, that's not a good idea. Why would you do that? Why would you tell your actors to eat your food? Of course, it's food, I'm gonna eat it. Okay. On stage though too, right? On stage, they're asking you to on eat On stage. Okay, on okay, stage. Uh, okay. And for those of you who have never done that on stage, this gets problematic because we do actually still have to use our voices and breathe yeah. and you know, eating yeah. complicates those things every now and then. Yeah, I mean, sometimes eating and breathing at the same time can be difficult for those like me who <laughs> inhaled whatever I was eating. Oh no. And Oh gosh. So I like <laughs> inhaled. So I'm like, continue with the scene and the dialogue. And I kind of like, like lost it. And then I was like, okay, I can't breathe. <laughs> and so I started coughing and it flew out of my mouth across the table. So saw, you know, that, that was attractive. That was really cute. Um, <laughs> you know? And so my scene partner is just looking at me like, you know, and I was just like, ahem, ew. So I was like, okay, go with the character. And I was just like, ahem, ew. I continue with the scene and I was like, I totally played that off, right? Totally. No, <laughs> lying across the table out of my mouth as I was coughing and choking. So, <laughs> so to everyone out there, do not eat. Even if the director says to eat, don't eat the food, just pretend. What was I thinking? Ugh, oh my so God. Oh my God. Well, yeah. and, and, and like, what size was the house? Was it, uh, uh, it was a very small house, maybe like 40 seats. Okay. Sold, okay. So it was yeah. fairly intimate. So, ah, uh, yeah. Okay. Oh, I can see fairly intimate. So I can see a director being like, they're yeah. going to, yeah, know no, it could definitely, they're going to know you're not eating. And then, and then the food oh, missile yeah, yeah, yeah. that yeah. shot out of your mouth. Oh my God. <laughs> Needless to say, he did say the next night, let's not eat the food. And I was like, okay. I wonder why. Okay. I wonder why. Oh, because me? <laughs> okay, great. Awesome. Uh, you know, so. hindsight being twenty twenty and all, I was just thinking yeah. that in order to prevent any more choking incidents, because yeah, you're right. In a small house like that, where you're three or four feet from people, like they're gonna be like, she's not eating. That I'm mm. totally taken out of the show. I yeah. will. I, I will end this by sharing one brief one. Um, uh, another yes, fresh please. college freshman theater horror story. My first show in college was damn Yankees and I was Joe Hardy. So this was so anti who I was at that time. Like I was just coming out of like this goth emo industrial phase. I wasn't all that deep into it. Oh, like, no. you know, I, I did have baggy corduroys all the, all the time and everything. So I go to college <laughs> and I'm like, I'm going to be this new thing. And I get cast as the studly baseball player. So I'm like, I worked out a lot. Oh, I, nice. yeah. <laughs> and uh, I worked out a lot. Okay. I, I like, I, I changed, you know, like my silhouette a little bit. And uh, my Lola, uh, we have become really good friends. And, uh, but uh, I mean, she was born to play this role. Like just Aww. gorgeous, knew how to use her body, knew how to be seductive with her body. And, you know, in the second act, for those of you that don't know, Lola starts to realize that, you know, this life of working for the devil isn't really all that great and <laughs> and so weird jo weird yeah. how that works out
So Joe and Lola are in Applegate's place, and Applegate is kind of the antagonist whole thing. He's, oh, sorry, spoilers, the devil. <laughs> and and Joe basically tells him, I'm not going to play baseball anymore. And Applegate's yeah. like, no, fine, I guess you're going to go out there and you're going to lose the game and go back to your schlubby life. Okay, fine. And so, you know, we agree on that. And then I look over at Lola and I say, and I'm supposed to say goodbye, Lola, and walk off. You know, it's just a very like, I know we shared some moments, but this is it. Uh-huh. Well, it was a matinee and I had had lunch right before the show. So as I, no. as Applegate, you know, says, well, you're going to, you're going to leave and it's going to be a failure. And I accept my fate and I look at Lola and I say, Goodbye, Lola. And I pursed my lips together because I could feel it rumbling and this enormous burp just came oh, out no. of me. <laughs> well, that's better than what I thought you were going to say. Yeah, no, 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 no. And, and, I, and I'm miked and as I'm walking off stage, I can hear like faint echoes of it, but I'm like, okay, no, 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 no. That, that didn't really happen. And as I get off stage, I, I'm getting ready for the next scene and everything. And the Lola, she's off for a while, comes up to me. She goes, did you just burp? I'm like, I did. Oh, God. <laughs> I am so ashamed. <laughs> but it happens. And those people had a little yeah. bit of an extra live show. So, oh, oh my, my gosh. Oh, well, there we go. You never can Fresh prepare me. for gastric no. incidents on stage. That's true. You can't. Wow. Those were truly <gasps> horrifying, Brittany. I'm sorry you still have nightmares about those, but boy, they're funny. It's, I mean, it's it's like, it's literally like the, everyone's nightmare of like, you wake up like, oh, I forgot everything in my job. Oh my goodness. You know, like. <laughs> <laughs> I can't dance anymore. There's no way I can ever dance. <laughs> yeah. you, I will walk on stage naked. Like, oh, I forgot all my lines. Like it's, it's, mm-hmm. ugh, it's horrible. I can't stand it. But, yeah. but at least you didn't have to do a quick costume change on stage. I would no, love to I get those two yeah. guys on the show sometime. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Sorry, Mason and Ben. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, all right. Thank you so much for those horror stories. Brittany, we'll have you on again sometime. I'm sure of it. I'm sure of it. I can't wait. But for my listeners out there, this has been another theater horror story. This is Aaron Odom from Trident Theater in Sheridan, Wyoming, signing off. And we'll be back later. Ta-ta!